We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Tuesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here back with you July 5th. Hope you had a uh, wonderful and safe 4th of July, hopefully no fireworks incidents, you got some good uh, some good cookout, hung up by the pool, all that kind of stuff. Uh, maybe you made the uh, the Oxford Exxon party your 4th of July with some rib specials, we told you about those last week, maybe you took advantage of uh, of that, so we'll, uh, we'll talk some realignment today, we'll talk some football today, and whatever else uh, pops up as the, uh, as the show goes on, a show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford, I mentioned all the ribs, you can still get those, it doesn't have to be 4th of July to take advantage of of the great smoked meats they have available there on Highway 6, wet or dry. Call ahead. They'll pick them up. Make it dinner tonight if you uh, so wish to uh, to do that there at the Oxford Exxon. Again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Great service, great products. Corey always says he wants to be your car guy, wants to be your truck guy. He'll prove to you what that means when you make the call, 662-257-1900. Guest, join on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Great place to grab a burger, po' boy, appetizer, Great beer selection, full bar, and more. And then, obviously, it's hotter than you know what outside. So when you are uh, out starting on Wednesday and you're heading out to the lake to Sardis to uh, just get out of the, or at least enjoy a break from the heat, don't forget to make rafters on the water at Sardis uh, a stop as well. And then don't forget there's rafters in New Albany. Sure, there was a huge crowd at Rafters on the Water for the fireworks over the weekend. And I know I it's always so. a, uh, a, a popular or the popular spot for uh, for that smoke anything uh yeah i i, I well, you've been gone though yeah i was, I was yeah I kind, of, I kind of forgot that um i smoked smoked a pork shoulder that wasn't very good and what'd you, I, what'd you do wrong um probably just didn't leave it on there long enough 
Ran out of time. Wasn't tender? Yes, it was fine. Um, and I smoked a brisket that was really good, but I've gotten where I don't, maybe it's because of just what I've been doing the last 12 weeks or so. I, food like that doesn't. Too heavy? Yeah, it doesn't do anything for me. Like, the brisket was really good. I ate a. And not mentally, you're talking about taste buds at this point. Well, just the way it feels. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I've been so it's going to make you feel heavy and nap yeah, and like yeah. hell. I I've mean, been, there's no I, doubt about that. I've been eating so light for a while that it just, I ate some of it, it was fine. It's also so freaking hot. Yeah. That the heat is just, I mean, it, it's its sticky and messy and I, I don't. And we were in the heat all day, like I was at the pool and then you're in front of the grill and there's something about just once you, you're doing the grill all day long and after a while you're like, I know, I know people out there like taking your man card or whatever. I'm just being honest. I just, I'm not hungry at that point. If you're out in the heat long enough, you will lose your hunger. Yeah. That's a real thing. Yeah, I just wasn't. Because this sounds dumb. Like the thought of gorging myself at 7 o'clock. I don't know that I fully... I feel like I've had to get reacclimated to the humidity this week after being in Omaha for 10 days. Because it was hot, but it wasn't humid like this. And I feel like the last few days, I'm just just sticky. Like I'm going to go ahead and prepare you because I took the dogs for a walk this morning and it is humid as hell here. Yeah. So. uh, It's it's that. So Ole Miss, World of Ole Miss, there's not really much going on right now, frankly. Um, I don't think we miss much. Trying to think of much of anything. I don't think there is. We'll talk some recruiting later on in the show, but from a from a team standpoint, right now, um, mm-hmm. not a lot, not a lot going on at all. Um, we're we're at that point of the summer where a lot of people start doing the football countdowns too early, and I don't. Number one, I don't like them because there's too much guesswork in them, and number two, no, it's still a month, still a month from now until I don't know what the first day of preseason camp but it'll be, be august 3rd 4th somewhere in but there. my guess would be somewhere between the 3rd and the 5th of august so we're four weeks plus out from that and we're two months from the start of the season and so people do this 60 most influential okay top yeah top 100 player countdown today number 87 so the other, third string tied in we're, so gonna talk words, about we're that counting today. down everybody yeah, and you're revealing how little of the roster you truly know because, look, if we're right writing in the portal world, oh god, yeah, who the hell I mean, knows, right? Um, it was worth mentioning because it was the highest ever. Ole Miss finishing, I think, 18th in the Learfield standings for the all sports thing. That was a a high for Mississippi, but obviously a high for Ole Miss. I think their 20th or 22nd was the highest last year. It, it, it's it's. It's an impressive accomplishment because the Ole Miss plays so few sports compared to most schools that they have to count basically every sport. Because the way it's set up is I think you take your top 16 sports finishes or 18 sports finishes, and those are the ones that get tabulated. So a Stanford or a Texas who plays 40 sports, well, they obviously get an average score that is much higher than an Ole Miss or a Mississippi State or somebody like that who counts right. far fewer sports. So – uh Ole Miss getting points in all sports, but two men's basketball and women's tennis, the two that did not accumulate any sports or any points. And then obviously national titles help. So they get, they got the baseball 100 points and rifle finished fourth for their two, uh, two highest outside of that. So there was, uh, there was that. Uh, so I, I did not miss this. I saw it, but I've had to catch up a little bit because I was inundated in baseball on about 37 different levels. But uh, the big news last week that we have not talked about, and frankly, we haven't even really talked about it off air either, 
USC, UCLA headed to the uh, to the Big Ten. Another shakeup, more uh, movement toward basically what is two super conferences and what has been what's been interesting about it. It's a couple different things, but we'll start here. Is there are only so many teams that are interesting. There's only so much to go around. And Wetzel talked about this, and I agree with him, is that you didn't just make yourself better from a straight, short-term monetary standpoint. We'll start there. But you weakened everybody else. And when you weaken everybody else, you have more pie. You make people more willing to pay for your pie because what's going to happen here is Fox gets all this Big Ten revenue moving forward. Yes. They, they get they get the Big Ten package moving forward. Yeah. Well, somebody else who in the past would have said, ah, you know, the Big 12's close. We'll just grab some of them instead. We won't worry about that Big Ten thing. And the, the, the second choice is okay. What the SEC and the Big Ten are doing right now is making those second and third choices even worse where you don't even give a crap about those. At well, this point. to that point, Fox, not announcing, but it's out there and it's true. Fox is bailing on the Pac-12. Yeah. They're done. What's there? There's and nothing. what's going to be there well, even more there. important? There's nothing there. Because so, if you think Oregon's in the Pac-12 in about four years, i got some land to sell you. Well, Oregon sure as hell doesn't want to be in it. Yeah. Um, Washington. Oregon and Washington are desperately trying to get into the Big Ten. I mean, almost like, hey, what do we have to do? Just what, what's the initiation here? I mean, tell us what we got to do. We'll, we'll do it. We'll, we'll, we'll carry everyone's We'll carry everyone's laundry around for however long we have to. Let us in. Here's what I think happened. Sure. What was interesting to me is I'm, and I'm told, and I'm sourced on this, that the SEC did not know about this. The SEC learned about this about the same time that I did. Yeah. yeah. Which was, I landed in Houston and I was in a car and I looked at my phone and boom, it starts exploding. And I'm like, oh my God. USC and UCLA. And listen, you can say what you want about UCLA. USC is a powerhouse program from a marketing standpoint. This is not about winning games on the field. This is so important to note. This is about brand, about eyeballs, about attractiveness to networks. USC is a force. Their one negative was their lack of major conference right? relative to SEC right. and Big Ten. USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten – absolutely for the first time puts the Big Ten on an even foothold with the SEC. Really, for the first time, it's right there and, and maybe even more attractive. We're going to find out when the TV contracts come out. Okay. It now puts everybody in a spot where the Big Ten and the SEC, which are now, what, 16 members each by the time you add Texas That's and Oklahoma, they, they can now be and, and will be very deliberate moving forward uh the big 10 with fox the sec with the spn this i see these people they do these things and i they're just having fun on on, on a holiday weekend hey here's what a 30 team they, they, they don't want 30 team conferences they're not going to make that much more pie or pizza or whatever word you want to use yeah. more of whatever the item is the big 10 is waiting on decisions from notre dame who is still leaning towards the idea of staying independent. Although I think there are people at Notre Dame who are starting to acknowledge that that might not be the best path. Um, obviously, Washington and Oregon want to get in. Stanford wants to get in. Stanford thinks that its only path to get in is if Notre Dame gets in. That gets you to 20. And here's the problem. 
The ACC sits over there, and everybody is writing about this grant of rights and all that stuff. I, I, I think the day is approaching quickly when what the ACC needs is eight schools to go screw it, we're out. That, that negates it. Someone in the ACC soon is going to take the hit and bail. If you're North Carolina and the Big Ten wants you, and it does, and the SEC wants you, and it does, I don't see how you can sit in the room in Chapel Hill and go, no, no, we're good. We're good. Let's stay here. Let's hitch our long-term wagon to Wake Forest and NC State and, and Virginia and Boston College and Syracuse. We're good. I don't see how you can make that decision. Logically, you can't make that decision. You can say, well, we're kind of stuck here for 13 years, at which point you go in less. Hey, if some of you guys were to go to the SEC and some of you guys were to go here, and you know what? We've carried a couple of you guys. A couple of you guys might want to do the Big 12 thing. It might be time to break this up for our all of our best interest. And frankly, if the Big 12 is smart, if the Big 12 will stop and just let the fallout happen, they will then, have a lot of And take the Pac-12 leftovers – at that point, they would have the ability to sort of form the third league. And it's going to be the third league, and it's, that's all it's going to be. It's better than the fifth league. But it's better than no league. Yeah. And so they might be able and, – and you won't have a seat at the big boy table. You might not have a seat at the playoff table. But you'll be able to get a television network that puts something in your pocket, and something is better than nothing. And your champion would have a good shot at the pull. Yeah, you're you're in. If you agree yeah, to a long to a bigger playoff, your champion would probably have you, getting in a twelve team playoff where it's five your champions from, in five from the Big Ten, five or six from the SEC, and your champion. That could happen. Deal with it. That's kind of what I'm looking for here. I I, I think the ACC has no real chance to survive long term at this point. Because the kind of money that's going to come out in 2024 when the Big Ten strikes its new deal, it's going to have a billion by it. Yeah, The SEC, when it strikes its new deal and starts playing in 2024, there's a lot of talk that every school is going to walk with $100,000 plus in TV revenue. Million. What did I say? 100000 100 million is what I meant. I don't know how you can look at that as an ACC team and go, yeah, we get 22. It's good. I I don't know how you can say that. If you're an an ACC team, and there aren't but two or three of them that are truly attractive, North Carolina is the one that keeps coming to mind. It's the one that I just don't know how you can sit in that room and go, no, no, we're good. We're good. Because they've always kind of thumbed their nose at the SEC because of the academics. They're not going to thumb their nose at the ACC. I mean, at the the Big Ten because of their academics. they got a lot of academic institutions in there now. Big Ten cares about that. And – you, if you don't jump in now, and they go, you run the risk of of the uh, of the Big Ten going. Okay, well, we tried. We're going to go ask the next school, and the next school goes, "Yeah, we're in." You know, does Duke get attached to North Carolina? Maybe I don't know. The SEC would take Duke if it meant getting North Carolina. Yeah, and I think the Big Ten would too. Um. Is Virginia Tech attractive enough to anybody? I don't think so. They're fringy. Um, you know, everyone does the Clemson thing. I think Clemson's in trouble. Florida State's not interesting. People do this Miami thing with the SEC. The SEC has no interest in Miami. It's never had interest in Miami. 
The SEC could have invited Miami Miami's years bounced ago. around for years. and it yeah. Yeah, no, it, it That's not it. And so it's it's big brands now. The SEC's – I think the SEC's it, close it, to that, done. And, that, and that's, that's an interesting juxtaposition because it is. It's, it's big brands. It's something that you can provide me. It's not market anymore. They don't give a damn about the TV market anymore. That was an obsessive thing 10 years ago. That's no longer an obsessive thing. That was the other thing that came out the other day, whenever that was. I guess it was Missouri Wednesday. today does not get into the SEC. No. Wednesday or Thursday when, when that broke, there was a lot of talk about TV stuff because that's always been the thing. And I asked a couple of people, what's, what's the deal? And the answer was, well, it's really more about cultural fit now than it is um, TV eyeballs. Now, you do want fan bases that are passionate because they stream. They sign up for ESPN Plus or whatever sure. the case yeah, may yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Um, but look, this whenever there's volatility like this, we've now had people forget this. The SEC, Oklahoma-Texas thing is not even a year old. It happened at media days. So all this has happened in less than one calendar year. People go, it's taking so long. I'm like, no, it's not. It's happening really fast. So what happens in the next calendar year? What happens between today and when the Big Ten and the SEC start their new TV deals? I think chaos. Yeah, Jay, I'm asking why is TV no longer a thing. With TV is very much a thing, but the, the assumption that just because a team is in a market means it is getting that market is yeah. no longer a thing. Rutgers says hello. Yeah, Rutgers and Maryland are not pushing right. the D.C. area in, in New Jersey and New York to the Big Ten. Missouri is not dominating the St. Louis and KC market because no. they're in the SEC. Right. I mean, the TV people go, yeah, fine, but just how many national eyeballs are you getting? What's the number? Well, back okay, then, cool. you know, that and that – it's only been 10 years since Missouri joined the league. Back then it was about, okay, we'll get you know the SEC network. If, we, if we'll get all those homes in Kansas City and St. Louis on cable providers and stuff. That was before there was this wide stream streaming. So it's changed. Things change. Which is really the thesis of the entire conversation. Yes. Things change. Not all good, not all bad. There's some problems here. There but, is. I mean, I... <laughs> I'm not the biggest Pat Forty fan in the world. He had a he had a line though, and I don't remember it exactly, but he talked about how this was, you know, good for USC, good for the Big Ten, bad for a lot of people. And if you're one of those people, and he didn't write it this way, but he said, you know, it's another step for major college sports towards the soulless whatever of professional sports. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. It's a it's a big step in that direction. Oh, it's the step in that yeah, direction, it's, which is, which is a problem. I mean, well, actually, I was going to go going to go there in a minute when we get into our break. I mean, no, that's that's why I said earlier, monetarily, short term, huge, huge bunches of positives for the SEC and the Big Ten and yeah. the people who are actually at the table. Yeah, all those things. I mean, there's the, the, all those things are undeniably positives for the entire deal. And it's just where it's going. So at this point, barring some cultural shift that's not happening, it is what it is. So figure out the best way to to, to, man, to manage that too. Oh, the people I that mean, are it, fighting against this, it, you it, are, it's over. It's it it's, is like trying to collect all the sand on the beach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're not going to get it all. So forget it. It's over. 
That's why I'm, and that's why if you're sitting in the room in Greensboro or wherever at ACC stuff, you you have to start looking at each other and going, this this isn't going to last much longer. This isn't going to work. Everyone's got to start looking out for themselves here. Or you're going to be irrelevant, which is what's happening. It's been happening. Clemson, Florida State, that, that's already been out. That they were searching. It's not super attractive. There are no takers, yeah. Not really. What's the SEC's incentive to take Clemson? Right, make the case. Had a few good years under Dabo. But the money's not insane. They're not some powerhouse from – I mean, they're, they're only interesting on TV because they win. Yeah. It's not just a base where you go, hey, Clemson's playing. Well, right. I don't give a shit. It's I not mean, like Ohio State or Alabama or something In a like league that, that already has South Carolina, already has Georgia, and already has Auburn, you need you need Clemson? Yeah. Or just I mean, they go, it's at Auburn with the lake. Well, okay, well, you already have Auburn. Yeah. Don't really need Auburn with the lake. Yeah. Already have Auburn. And frankly, Auburn's better at sport-wide. They're bringing you more sure. across the board. And Auburn's a much bigger brand than Clemson. Yeah, sure. Much bigger. Part of two of the most storied rivalries in all of college football. Yeah, Clemson's right. not. No. So. Get the other side of it in a second. First, tell you about community mortgage. Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So you're getting local underwriting and understands your market. Leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. Uh, we're also brought to you by our new advertiser, Solutions RX. It's a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelson. It's a pharmaceutical grade manufactured here inside the U.S. under the highest standards. They're based out of Iuka, Mississippi. If you have, if you take diabetes, high blood pressure, or cholesterol medications, they typically cause side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, and energy loss due to a depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body, but Chris formulated a product called Prescription Support to put those vitamins back into your body to help with those side effects, helping you stay more compliant in taking your medications and helping you stay healthier over the long term. Solutions RX is available in local independent pharmacies across the continental U.S., all across Mississippi, or off their website at solutionsrx.com. Type in the promo code OEP, OEP at checkout and get 10% off of your first order. We're also brought to you by Holcomb Portable Buildings, 7991 Holcomb Highway Highway 7 South in Holcomb. At Holcomb Portable Buildings, they custom build your building to your specifications, however you want your carport, ATV or storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings. Holcomb Portable Buildings can accommodate you. You pick the color, the style, the windows, and the doors, and Holcomb Portable Buildings makes it happen. In-house financing is available, free delivery and set up within 75 miles of Holcomb. For more information, call 662-226-2233 or go to HolcombBuildings.com. You can also find them on Facebook or Instagram at Holcomb Portable Buildings. Uh, we're also brought to you by Dead Soxy. Go to DeadSoxy.com, enter the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout, get uh, the best socks you'll ever put on your feet for 25% off. Again, DeadSoxy.com. Game Changer Patches probably helped a lot of people get through the holiday weekend. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or after, before or while you drink, I should say. And uh, the overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. Go to GameChangerPatch.com. 
promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. And we're brought to you by ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC. Based out of Baldwin, Mississippi, it's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation recognized system integrator. Uh, They can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much, much more. Go to ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. I guess also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They're in the Oxford area. They offer free delivery, also available at Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. You know with the med packs, you can get all the medicine you need when you need it, and they will individually package that medication for those. Maybe you're trying to help your parents. It is a life-saving thing for some people. So morning pouch, evening pouch, everything you need when you need it with G&M and Tyson Drugs. That's 662-236-2222. So, you know, part of it, and I think it's taken a lot of getting used to for everybody. Um, I think we haven't seen, you know, the realignment hasn't actually happened yet. We're just talking about it. We're still doing the old conferences, even though it's kind of weird and it's in a weird spot, you've got that going on. You've got NIL. You've got NIL that's changing the face of the sport, if nothing else, because so much is public and so much money is not just under the table, as we talked about. I mean, you know, we, we, talk, we had this conversation a month ago where now we're saying all the quiet parts out loud and the black market exists too, but this is on top of it. It is creating, and I don't know what this looks like. I don't even know that you and I agree, disagree. I don't know where we stand on it, but... I think it's college football's challenge is that the sport is changing so rapidly and the sport is changing in the way that I talked about a month ago where you're losing the regionality, you're losing some of the 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 emotion, some of the things that made the sport what it was and mm-hmm. the goofy cousin alternative to the NFL. Mm-hmm. That you better be really careful because Agreed. what happens when that emotion starts dying is people go, is that really where I'm sending my money because I have this pride for this institution right. or for this athletic program? Is this really what I'm doing right now with all this corporate nonsense going on? Because that's it's always been corporate, but now it's corporate to a level that is uncomfortable to what the former corporate level is. Well, and, to your point, and not to interrupt yeah, you, but right. to your point, you, you just nailed it with the mini NFL thing. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people out there, probably not a lot of people who are watching this show, but a lot of people who are going to the Grove or the equivalent of whatever the Grove is all over the country who will tell you, oh, I love college football. I don't, I don't watch the NFL. Why don't you watch the NFL? I don't know. It's really corporate. Mm-hmm. What do you like about college football? Well, it's different. Well, now it's not. Yeah. Now, it, now when you become the mini NFL and, the, and, and college football is headed there fast, it's now you're just the NFL on Saturday? The players are paid. That that genie's out of the bottle. Yeah, players are getting paid a not lot. Not just getting paid, but getting paid to hip- prohibitive levels where your team can't do it. Yeah, look, there's guys. There's a lot of guys on the Saints roster who don't make nine point five million. Yeah, almost damn all of them. So I mean, if yeah. if, if 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 you can conceivably make more as a college player than you can as an NFL player, well, the whole amateurism thing is out. You know, what makes the NFL great on the NFL model is the idea that Cincinnati can happen, that Jacksonville can happen. Yeah, there's no parity in this model. In this model, it's like, oh, there's these four or five teams that can win, and everybody else is just playing. I mean, I I do wonder what it looks like. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a problem. I think it's something that over time – 
could get worse and worse. And I think it's so much all at once. That's that's my point, is that you've got the NIL, which is going to cause some people to go, that's eh, a mini NFL. And then now you've got just conferences, even without worrying about where they are, that look different. They go, well, that's not what I grew up on. That's not what I'm sure. used to. I don't. That's not what I like. I like the fact that Ole Miss plays this team and this team and this team every year. You know, you got these new models where now Ole Miss may not play Arkansas every year. And they go, well, damn, that's what I liked. I don't like. Right. I don't give a crap that they're playing North Carolina. That's not mm-hmm. what I. That's not emotional to me. We right. have not built that emotion. Right. And that takes tons of time. And then now, too, in addition to that, when it goes across the country. And there's no more regionality because, look, the SEC gets made fun of for this and people argue, why in the hell would you do that? Because you're competing against these people and you're all at the table fighting for the same scraps. But college football is built a ton on my com- my conference, my way of life, my area of the country is better than yours. Sure. In this. Sure. And now that is completely look at, scrapped. Look at bowl season. Yes. It, when everybody starts, you spent the whole year cheering against Arkansas and Auburn and LSU and, and all, and all, all, of, all sudden, of a sudden, they're in that bowl game and, oh, that's another one, 6-0 and in the bowls. Yeah. You hated them We hate each other, ago. but it's my guy. I, right. I can bitch at him, but you can't. Yeah, and, I, and there is a lot of regional to that. No, and now and, that kind of goes away when, well, when yeah, the conference is shaped like this. You know, USC like, is going to play a conference game in Piscataway. Yeah. New Jersey. Yeah. I don't know exactly, but 3,000 miles away? Yeah. Come on, give me a break. Like, I mean, it. look, I don't know whether the Arizona State thing is real or not. I've it heard. feels like we're gluttonous right now, and it feels like everybody's just going to pile on the food and get the meat sweats and the whole deal, as I mentioned at the top of the show. And look, I'm not calling for the demise of college football in this, but there is going to get a point where they go, we ate too much too fast, and there is a huge negative to this. We are going to lose – College football is in the middle of losing its emotional appeal. And they better be really careful with that. Because that has tentacles across a long range of things. Funding, fan support, attendance, engagement, sure. buying, licensing. I mean, it, it's across sure. the board with the tributaries that are involved with that. To where, I get it, I'm not even necessarily saying you're doing the wrong thing, but this isn't some complete net positive. There is an emotional element that is getting lost in this, and this is a this is this is a critical time for it, in my opinion. Yeah. So if you're a fan at Oregon State, Washington State, hell, Iowa State, are you motivated today? Oklahoma State, big big fan support. Oh, huge! Yeah, I mean, you sure. know, people love it there. Top twenty program. Was oh apparently okay yeah 2018 not, top 20 not, program it's not well 2021 it's a top 20 program it's not now yeah sure it might never be again if you're a fan at one of those places I'm not saying you just abandon it but are you, do you do you have the same passion going into the 2025 season when you don't play Texas anymore you don't play OU anymore and now you play in this league that's this hodgepodge of stuff. All of a sudden, hey, we're playing Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, Oregon State's a conference game. Yay. It's a totally different deal. You don't play OU anymore? I mean, Bedlam ceases to exist. Uh, Bedlam, which has always been one of the – people always go, what's – you know, and I always have a hard time in the moment coming up with the answer, but like, what's your – you know, what's your uh, bucket list of games? Well, Bedlam's on it. Just because it looks cool, and it's it goes away now. 
So I don't know. Just think. I, look, I'm not. I'm never one of these people that fights change. I'm, and I'm. I've, I've been on the record for a long time. The kids deserve to get paid. They're getting paid. Um, I also don't think you can regulate it right now. I don't think you can unionize the players. I don't think you can make them employees. I don't think that works. If you do that, you are officially a professional model, and they'll fight that tooth and nail to the end. But anybody, like you said, your 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 analogy is a good one. It is gluttony. It's kind of like if you if you've been out in the heat all day on the fourth, and then you say, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to eat this entire rack of ribs and yeah, throw some pulled pork on the plate." And okay, that's good. Sounds great. Sounds great, and it might even be good in the moment. But when that reflex happens at ten thirty, it's on you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, when comment the thread says college football isn't losing emotion, it's evolving. It, it, it Evolution takes time to adapt. And even if you're right and the emotion over time doesn't change, there is a, there's no emotional element to SC playing Penn State. None. It's an excitement level. But sure. some of the excitement level comes from the novelty of it. Right. Hey, it's an event. They're, we're doing this different than our normal schedule. We, hey, look what the non-con is. I mean – Remember when Texas was in town? And now look, Texas will be a big deal in Oxford everywhere, so don't I don't change the words. I understand that. Sure. But how big was twelve when Texas was in town? Huge. That was that was that was a different element than when A and M came into the league and it's like, okay, you just play them every the year. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. It's it it, it, sure. it is what it is. So it's it's evolution, but and look, I was I was young. I was I don't know, eight, nine years old when Arkansas and Carolina joined the league. Thirty one years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I guess my question to that is, obviously now Arkansas and Ole Miss have very emotional ties to that rivalry. Um, it's not something, you know, we, we, we just are accustomed to South Carolina being in the league on a number of levels. How long, and maybe in the TV area, in the TV era, maybe in general, how long did it kind of take for that to normalize, if you will? And that was, in a, re- that was a regional thing, but like yeah. how long before it just became – and I know you're not a great for the fan questions, but just in general, what does that look like? It didn't take long. Any more than it has not taken us long to get used to Missouri and A&M being in the league. Yeah. And in A&M completely, Missouri is still a stepchild that is awkward. Yeah. SEC at the time was 10. I think everyone knew they needed to expand. Um. I think there was criticism, if I recall correctly, at the time, like why Arkansas and South Carolina. You know, at the time, it was that was the beginning of the footprint thing. You wanted to build your footprint out because a lot of people were like, why not Florida State? You know, why not Georgia Tech? You know, pretty quickly, if I remember correctly, and I'm not good at the history on this, but when they added Arkansas, fairly quickly. That was at a time when Arkansas was super competitive in men's basketball with Corliss Williamson and Scotty Thurman and those guys uh, came pretty quickly. And so I think I think they lifted the profile of of, um, of men's basketball at a time when the SEC men's basketball profile was not super good. Sure. Um, and then, I don't know, South Carolina always felt like it took them a while to become part of the league. But, I, I mean – they feel like a natural part of the league now, three decades later. At least to me. It's an interesting thought. I don't know how much I buy. I got to think about it for a minute. Grind says the problem is the teams at school strive to play in big time bowl games are now joining the conference, so it lessens the impact of your goals. 
the goals change with a big playoff because your goal is just to make the playoff, yeah. and you don't know that you care. I mean, it's 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 a little bit of well, look, we don't know what's going to happen down the road. Are you going to have an SEC playoff and an and a, and a Big Ten playoff and the champions meet, or are you going to have one big homogenized playoff? I don't. No one knows, man. I mean. There's no guarantee that the what's left of the Big 12, what's left of the ACC after this gets through happening, what's left of the Pac-12, there's no guarantee that they're going to have a seat at the table. There's no guarantee that the American is going to have a seat at the table. In fact, I think the odds are it won't. Yeah, 40's plan where they have some 12-team playoff where 10 conference champions have a seat is not... No, dude, that's not happening. I mean, it is literally an impossibility. That is not happening. That was placating the masses or trying to get clicks because that had no chance in hell of happening. Um, Gary Parrish wrote about how this could impact the men's basketball tournament. I've said this for a long time. The idea that you have all those schools and you 68 teams get in and everybody splits the pie evenly... When it would be so simple to go, hey, there's about 60 of us that are relevant. Let's just put them in a tournament and let's keep all the money to ourselves. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I mean, still going to have a tournament, still get brackets, still get upsets. And at the end of the day, you have a Sweet 16, and the Sweet 16, who do you really want in the Sweet 16, Blue Bloods? And I get this doesn't matter, but what the hell happens to a Gonzaga? Can they play basketball only in some league? I mean, I guess. Sure, maybe. I don't I doubt it. 
I mean, you're not going to share money with them. If I'm the SEC, my answer to your question, what happens to Gonzaga, is I don't effing care. There's my answer. I don't know. Not my problem. You worry about it. Because if I'm the SEC, if I'm an SEC school, my thoughts right now are on making sure that my seat at the table in my league is sturdy. I'm making sure my ship's in order. Mm-hmm. I'm attractive. My brand is healthy. I'm not worried about anybody else. There is no time today for altruism. Now is the time to be yeah. selfish. Love thy neighbor is not today. Is today's the nation? Protect, today's protect your deal. Protect your rivalries. Protect your stuff. Because if you don't, nobody else is. Protect. You want your league to be as strong as possible. Because if your league gets shaky, oh well, yeah. I mean, look at for the longest time, like Wake Forest and stuff. Ah, we're we're okay. We got no. Hey, North Carolina's right here. NC State's right here. Virginia's right here. We're good. Well, no, not good anymore. That's over. And all of a sudden, the the ground is shaking, and you look down, and you're like, we don't have the foundation to survive this quake. I mean, how many schools in the ACC right now can feel great about their future? Go down the list. It's like two? And it's the irony of it is when you get past about two, the third one is like Virginia. Yeah, I, I mean, I was contemplating Virginia as the yeah, second one. Maybe, yeah, Carolina and Virginia. I mean, I'm having a hard time. You can at least make that case. I mean, I've heard people make the case for NC State just because of where they are and eyeballs and stuff. But mm, that was ten years ago. I know. Who you want to watch? You want to watch North Carolina or North Carolina State? You want to watch North UNC Carolina all day? That's the brand I recognize. Absolutely. I know the powder and the whole sure. the Carolina blue and the whole sure. hill and the absolutely the Tar Heel and mm-hmm. yeah, that's. That's appetizing to me as a sports fan. Sure. North Carolina, Tennessee, I'd watch. Sure. Sure, of course. I can acknowledge, kind of boring. I can acknowledge UNC as a brand. It's an attractive brand. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Big time. It's a national brand. Michael Jordan played there. And you think Duke could coattails? If I'm Duke, I'm trying to attach myself to them the way that UCLA attached to USC. That's and UCLA has a brand. I mean, yeah, sure. the people that are like, oh, UCLA sucks. But okay, whatever. I mean, the, the UCLA has a recognizable brand. You know them when you see them. Yeah, I don't have any interest in talking to them, Brian. I'm, I'm, I would want out of that conversation quickly. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're talking about this subject, I don't know, what, unless you're talking bigger than that. Um, I mean, look, FSU may, I mean, look, we'll see. I, t- it makes no sense to me. I can't no, make me it, either. I mean. Well, Florida's, Florida's going to say no. Hard. Hard. A hard no. Yeah, Ayuka is Ayuka. Oh, yeah. What did I say? And In today's, I, I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't even remember how you said it, but it's yeah. It's it's I like your I a long U and then ka Iuka gotcha. in today's world of small Mississippi towns. Sendilla phonetic um, pronunciation. We should do a video on these. Actually, we should get you to just start pronouncing Mississippi towns. It might actually be funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Richie Harrelson was the bazooka from Iuka. You just have to rhyme it. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So there's a name recognition for you. Uh, <laughs> I'm all over the place. Oh Lord, help! But I, I, look, there's there's stuff. I mean, there is. There's well, the truth timeline. Is, you and I talked about this. Yeah, sure. Because here's here's something for you. We'll let you behind the scenes a little. Sure. We've been contemplating. Is it worth going to SEC media days? Mm-hmm. We've been talking about this for what a month now. Yeah, sure. And after the uh, Omaha trip lasted as long as it did, it's like I don't know, you know. And and uh, it's right in between for me a couple of trips that I'm taking before we turn the page to the grind of football season. Because the truth is, it. But I'm getting to this. The one thing at SEC media days, the one thing that's really newsworthy, is whatever Greg Sankey says or doesn't say. Yes. Everything else is just football stuff. Like, Lane Kiffin's going to talk, and Lane Kiffin's going to tell some jokes and stuff. But that's it. He's going to finish on that Monday at 2.30 in the afternoon. And then he's going to fly back to Oxford, and they don't practice for another 18 days. Yeah, about right. Got my days about right. It's the interesting things that are coming up this month will be these conference meetings when the commissioners speak. Because the commissioners will get questions and Greg Sankey will have very sophisticated answers where he says a lot without saying anything. But he will say something. You will get an idea, I'm guessing, based on tone as to where he thinks this is headed. Yeah, um, you have to subtext a little bit. You read that. Let's uh, pay a couple of bills. We'll come back. I get a couple comment comment on that, and then we'll move on with the uh, with the show a little bit. Podcast brought to you in part by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. If you still haven't tried Prime Shrimp yet? Now's your big chance. They're running a big fifty percent off promo for a limited time offer to celebrate Ole Miss's baseball national championship. First time customers at PrimeShrimp.com. Fifty percent off code MPW to get that ship straight to your door. Remember, you just pop in the freezer when you get it, and then it's 10 minutes. Freezer to plate for restaurant-quality shrimp with PrimeShrimp.com. Five different flavors there waiting on you. You can check the uh, reviews that have been at RebelGrove.com that have been excellent. And plenty of people have given them a chance, and now it's time for you to do that as well. Again, 50% off promo, PrimeShrimp.com, code MPW. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard. has been serving the Oxford area. For about 75 years, engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. If uh, you have an air conditioning issue, you're going to want that fixed quickly. Get in touch with Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, but the same great products, services, and people. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call the people at Southern, 662-429-4429. College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or homegating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. 
based in Madison, Mississippi. They've got clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. At Pinnacle, investing is treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. So regardless of your level of wealth, uh, Pinnacle will sit down with you, listen to your goals, and study your expenses, put forth a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. And we're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Uh, John's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows John to supply his clients with added values and unique benefits simply not available to other travelers. Get in touch with John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. Let him give you options. And know this, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients save $50 off their first booked trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. I guess was brought to you by Northeast Spark. Service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps. Or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESpark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender for those who need that extra step, and much more, 662-238-3159. So, you know, Sankey put together the, hey, we'll just, he floated out there that there's a folder somewhere with an SEC-only playoff in it. Kind of a little bit of a threat, a little bit of a frustration. Yeah. I think he wanted this done by now. I think that's been Greg Sankey's biggest thing throughout is that he just kind of he, he was he felt like he was giving more of his time than he had to. He was being more helpful than he had to. And at some point, okay, if you idiots can't just get on board with one of these, fine, I'll just do it this way. Cool. Sure. That's kind of what it felt like. Sure. Top eight teams in the league play quarterfinals. Sure. Yeah. Hey, people will watch that. We're good. We'll figure it out. You gonna play, you, we talk about it incessantly. You going to play everybody else's champion? I don't know. Who cares? Whatever. If they want to play, we'll play. If not, we won't. Sure. Can you pay for it? ESPN want it? Cool. All right. Sweet. Yeah, sure. Because, look, if everybody else doesn't want to figure out their own ships enough to be whatever, I mean, the Big Ten with 20 teams, the SEC with 20 teams, they both have 18 playoffs and the two champions play each other. Well, that becomes the de facto college football national championship. Nobody will give a crap. Well, you know, the Big 12, eh, whatever. Of course. Yeah. Not worried about the Iowa State team that didn't get in. Frankly, it's where I think we're headed. So I guess my point being, I do think Sankey, because he does this sometimes, I think you will be able to dictate his mood at media day. Yeah. Kind of what he says, what he doesn't. You can, you'll can you be able to tell sort of body language and those type of things, sort of what he's thinking on this topic. He never really says much, but he gives away more than you realize when you kind of read through the quotes and start pandering through them a little bit. Yeah, he's very smart. He'll give you... He'll, he'll give you what he wants to give you. And he'll have a message that he's trying to convey to the rest of the country. To the rest of the country? Sure. Not really speaking to his people. Well, no. His people are pretty on board right now. I think there's some concern. You know, there's there's always concern about you know, what the future looks like. But I think the future right now for the SEC and the Big Ten is super bright because they're about to make a absolute ton of money. And money allows you to do a lot of things. But it makes you make 
good decisions moving forward. It's one of the reasons, you and I talked about this, I think. There's been all this talk about scheduling and pods and divisions and what it looks like. The SEC's not seemed to really get all that worked up about it. Look at the recent spring meetings. The 7-1 versus the, I mean, yeah. the seven two eight one. Yeah. No. Seven one six three. Oh, well, right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Seven one six three. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, let's talk about it. But did you notice there was never any urgency there? There was never a moment where Sankey or anyone was like, "Hey, listen, guys, I know that we're not all on the same page here, but we got to get this done." Okay. Don't. We got to get this done. We got to get working because I think in the back of his mind he goes, "We're never going to have a season at sixteen. I, this is." Oh, you don't think there will be? I one don't. No, I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I, I miss. If, if you're wrong, it's from this standpoint. He still wasn't worried about it, but he went, "We have another year. We put a whole schedule together in like four weeks. Who gives a crap right, right now? Right. It doesn't matter." Today. Of course, we don't need to vote on it today because here's the. Deal. I think the better way for me to say here's that. why you're right is why vote on it today. Right. So many things could change. What, what difference does it make? He has Just, to believe in the back of his mind that there's a decent chance that the 2025 season is 18 teams. Changes the whole model. Which is like, yeah, so why why put ourselves through this headache right now? Because they could put together a 6-3 model or a 7-1 model like within five minutes. You can't make everyone happy, but you could you could do one that made sense and was applicable and you told everybody, hey, this is what we're doing. Sorry. I mean, what I'd love to know, and there's no way you'd ever get this answer, but I'd love to know if there's a somebody being in there who's like, hey, you got a little free time today? Work on an 18-team model. Work on a 20-team model. What, is, what does a schedule look like on a 6-3? Yeah, hey, protect those few games and then just throw some stuff yeah. in a hat and see what pops see out. See if you can figure it out. I mean, look, you'd like to have that period. Hey, here, and just if we get here, hey, we already did the work. Here's the 18. Here's the 20. Sure, of course. Because it could happen quickly. Here's a crazy question for you. Sure. If you're the SEC, do you even contemplate Washington and Oregon? Do you even think about it? If the Big Ten dragged their feet, do you think about it? You know me. You know my ultimate answer is no. I got four. I really think about it. My my gut reaction to that is so no, but I get it. I understand what you're saying. You study it, right? Okay. If I do, here, okay. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If I do that, then unless I'm just going to twenty and twenty two and twenty four, which I don't think we are. I think twenty is the tops. Yeah. My, my my opinion. If I do that, I'm causing tomorrow the Big Ten to include North Carolina and Virginia if they can't get Notre Dame. Right. So if I can get Notre Dame at North Carolina and Virginia, why do I want Oregon and Washington? But if you can't get Notre Dame, North Carolina and Virginia. Well, forget Notre Dame. But if you can't get North Carolina and Virginia, and there's no doubt North Carolina prefers the Big Ten. Take Virginia without North Carolina? No. You got to have them both. Yeah. Frankly, at that point, I'd, I'd take Virginia Tech before I took Virginia. Because um, I get the passion of Virginia Tech. No, I <sighs> – and I know there's a couple people in, the, in our thread that's going to scoff at this, and they probably have a point. But at the same time, I think I, I have a point too. I do think for the SEC, and it's kind of back to our second segment where we talked about 
regional things. Not regional, but I do think cultural fit. fit. Ma- yeah, I think sure. cultural fit matters. Mm-hmm. And Oregon and Washington are so not that it just doesn't. Sure. It doesn't work. I don't think you can get unity with people inside your league that is important without necessarily being geographically linked. And you don't have to be all exactly the same, but that is such an extreme that I don't, I don't think you, you, your Birmingham market is never going to go. You know what? I'm really, I mean, other than just love football, I'm not going to be really tied to Oregon and Washington. Right. It. it no, I get not, it. It's not. It's not a thing. Virginia Tech. Yeah, sure. Sure. You can get there. Sure. I thought Virginia. The word, sure. Well, North Carolina. Yeah. Well, it's sure. why when people said cultural fit, I didn't think that was a word that was just made up. I mean, tell me, cultural fits. If you're just expanding, now would ESPN sign up for Virginia Tech? I don't know. Would ESPN make an Oklahoma-sized piece of pie for Virginia Tech? I don't know. I mean, they've got they've got a football brand that we all know the inner Sandman stuff and all that stuff, and they pack that place. Your question and, would be. What are you? What getting? is Virginia Tech with the SEC on its chest? When we build them up, what are they? Because it's not what they are now, right? And they could be it's something. What can they be? Yeah, I mean that's been the whole Arizona State thing. It's like put Arizona to put an SEC thing on Arizona State, and suddenly they're kind of interesting. Yeah. And then some of that is market. I mean, it's a it's a top ten market. Sure. I just don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. There's a lot of schools, though, that get mentioned that I can tell you are no's. Have been no's for there years. There is this point. Will and, be I get, no's. and I mean, my gut is no, because football is all that matters here. But are we really doing these midweek basketball game flights for six-hour flights? I mean, well, I, mean like, I, talked to a coach, I talked to a coach the other day, I, I won't name names, but who had flown to Seattle for recruiting. And he was talking about how, just how long that flight was to get to Seattle. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, the volleyball, the Florida volleyball team's got to go to Seattle. I mean, I guess you could double it up. Hey, you're going to Seattle today, and then you'll go over to Eugene, and we'll just make a swing out of it. Yeah, you would do that. They kind of do that. They do that travel partner thing anyway. Yeah. But, but no, it'd be be difficult, but at the end of the day, you're right, and at the end of the day, none of that matters because it is all about football. And could you fly a football team out there on a Saturday? You absolutely could, yes. Yeah, sure. And would the country watch Tennessee, Oregon? It probably would. Oh, yeah, whatever. And so ESPN goes, sign me up. Y'all figure out the rest of it. And then we get back into what we talked about in the first segment, which is you start getting away from what makes it attractive. I don't know. Uh, think about this for a second. I'll give you a minute. And maybe you have an automatic answer, but I'm going to read. I'm going to read it out anyway. Um, pick your timeline: ten, twelve, fifteen. Because I don't think it's in the next three. Is there a current SEC team that is no longer in the SEC in one of those timelines? Okay, we'll talk about that in a second. All right. Justin Hill Creamery. JustinHillCreamery.com. Today is Tuesday, Tasting Tuesdays, 11 to 3, June through August. Celebrate summer with their one-house cheese, one-house condiment available to sample each and every Tuesday. Come visit week after week to try new options. That's 1503B White Oak Lane in Oxford, just off Molly Bar right there where they're kind of doing a ton of construction. But you can get in there, no problem. 
drive over and take advantage of uh, the free sample going on every single Tuesday. All their cheese is made locally and in-house. That's Johnston Hill Creamery, 662-419-9201. Brought to you by Opa, Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. Uh, Euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio, and more. 306 South Lamar, just south of the square courthouse in Oxford. I'll have a mailbag up tomorrow. I need to remember to put up a Asking for questions for said mailbag. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes, 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, no matter what you're kind of looking for, no matter how much you're ex- experienced or not, they can help you. Also, if your um, company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you as well. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. Um, give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call, 662-832-5138, or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Brought to you by The Rogue your destination for fine men's clothing they uh, have stylists who hand select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife there's the perfect something for everyone at the rogue 4450 i-55 north in jackson or the rogue.com and brought to you by corinth dental uh, don't just accept what you see but imagine something new step forward chase after a better version of yourself every day corinth dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, a lot to be offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings uh, from beginner lessons with trainer Susan Walt to buying your first horse and competing at nationally recognized competitions. To uh, learn more about Southern Traditions, go uh, get in contact with Bowers Cone, and uh, Susan Walt on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. So we'll hit this a little bit. My answer to your question, by the way, is Vanderbilt. Do you think so? If you told me. Because they just don't care enough? Yeah. and and, They don't tangibly do enough? Well, and for the longest time, right, the whole deal with Vanderbilt was, well, they're raising our academic standard. I don't know that ESPN cares. Um, and if you're not getting North Carolina and you're not getting Notre Dame and you're not getting Stanford because you're not enough of an academic deal, then, then, who cares? Well, then screw it. And then, you know, the eyeballs, well, Nashville market. Okay, You're well, not you, getting the Nashville well, market. Well, you get the Nashville market with Tennessee. You get it with Ole Miss. You get it with Alabama. You get it with Arkansas. All of those schools. And I'm probably leaving two or three out. That Kentucky. Well, and you just get it because you're good at football. Nashville's yeah. a football city. But all of those yeah. Schools I just mentioned. Have I left, enormous I left Kentucky bases. out. They all have huge. Those five alone Alabama, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Arkansas, Kentucky have huge. Our Nashville numbers are good every week. Yes. Those five schools have huge Nashville alumni bases. Yes. 
So if you told me someone was gone, that's why when, when 40 mentioned the Mississippi schools, I was like, man, that's just a slap. You're just taking a shot for the hell of taking a shot. I don't think there's any world where Ole Miss and or Mississippi State get left out of the SEC. If Vanderbilt gets left out of the SEC, it's not even because they're not winning. It's because they don't try. It's because they've stopped investing. Yes. They get all this money, and I mean, we talked to Chris Lee about this. What what do you see? Nothing. Their football stadium sucks. They've done nothing. They don't, they don't do anything. They have no alumni base that cares at least about this. There's no local base. I mean, it's... It's why when you name those teams, I mean, Stanford is Vanderbilt on steroids, and I still go, why do anybody want Stanford? Right. Like, sure, but right. yeah, it's fine. Better than Cal, but I mean, okay. I'd rather, and I'd rather have Duke than Vanderbilt. Yes. Oh, well, open, period. Yeah. They try. Yeah. I mean, you're getting a basketball brand. Big time. Maybe the basketball a brand. A big time basketball brand. At least one of them. Take your pick. No, it's one of them. Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, Those sure. Four. What about Kansas? What happens to Kansas? Where does Kansas go? If you'd have told me this was going on five years ago, I would have bet you decent money they were going to the Big Ten, and they're not. It doesn't appear. So I don't don't know. I mean, they're. I thought their basketball program would save them. Shows it just doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They're as the much. worst Power Five football program in the country, and that is where you sit right now because of that. And that is why when people do the thing about what you did, and, and I, I, you were just talking for a yeah. podcast, I get it. We're like, well, what about, man, with the volleyball? And all? I'm like, nope, they don't care. This is going to be a football decision. I mean, basketball matters, but these are football decisions. So we're recruiting to close. What's on your mind? Well, there's a couple of threads on our board. Let me pull something up here. Add a. Let's see. We'll hope at this point that Rivals has 2023 team rankings. There's a lot of talk over the course of the weekend. A lot of kids committing. Deshaun Womack commits to LSU. Okay. He visited Ole Miss. Um, a lot of SEC teams beginning to collect a lot of a lot of teams in general collecting a lot of commitments. Okay. Notre Dame has 19. Ohio State has 16. Texas has 18. Clemson has 16. Arkansas has an inflated recruiting ranking right now because they have 20 commitments. Uh, which is the what the is the, which is the number of rivals counts by the way. Right. Baylor has 22, Penn State, Texas Tech, Cincinnati, Northwestern, Tennessee has 14, Georgia has 12. On and on. You notice I'm not Alabama's at 22 right now, they'll be higher than that. LSU's at 24 right now, they have 11 um 11 commitments um how many of those are five stars? A bunch, well, no five stars, seven four stars. Okay. So anyway, it's led to a couple of conversations on the message board that I thought were interesting. One's about LSU and Our Lady of the Lake and all that stuff, which is more people baffled at LSU continuing to have success. Not, nothing hurts them. Sure. And then there's one about Arkansas, which is – and I, I chimed in on it to say what Arkansas is doing is the polar opposite approach – to Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. They have 20 commitments, no five stars, six four stars. Are you that right? Yeah, 13 three stars. So they're filling a class the old way. 
it well, looks about like it would look for an Ole Miss or an Arkansas in without being a top yeah. elite and so it's perception two, for them. So it's two things that I thought were interesting. Sure. One is that you don't know right now today. We're too new in the transfer portal era to know whether what Wayne Kiffin is doing at Ole Miss is right or wrong or good or bad or is he doing too extreme. You don't. We don't know yet. We've not seen it play out. We'll start to really see it play out this season. People even go back to last year, like, well, there a lot of there wasn't a lot of transfer portal on that team last year. It's Chance Campbell. Kind of Mark Robbins. Kind of, but he was more of a traditional transfer. Yeah. This year coming up, we're gonna see it a lot. I mean, there's a bunch of dudes from the transfer portal. And it looks like, based on Ole Miss's recruiting. I'm looking for where they are in the team rankings right now. I'm going to have to scroll down a little bit. I'm really scrolling and scrolling. 61st. Ole Miss has six commitments right now, two four-stars, four three-stars. Okay. Six. Ole Miss is bracketed by Washington State and Central Michigan in recruiting. Auburn has four commitments. Auburn appears to be kind of doing the Ole Miss deal, which is interesting. Mississippi State's 57th. Kentucky's 55th. Texas A&M right now is just 54th in recruiting. Weird. Um, But very clearly, Kiffin is taking the approach of, A, he thinks they'll close late, and B, they're going to go heavy on the portal. Look, we've been told for months not to anticipate double-digit high school signees. Or yes. so barely into. Barely, yeah. I mean, we've are, heard everything from 8 to 12. And now there's no limit on the 25. It's just, it's the just 85, the 85 is what matters. Um, I've had people tell me to expect chaos in the next couple of years, not just at Ole Miss, but everywhere as it pertains to rosters, because now there's no incentive not to process people. Sure. So there's going to be this angst about recruiting. Trust me, I know. As the guy who covers recruiting and people, I don't cover it the way a lot of people want it covered, and there is angst about recruiting coverage. I can show you the emails. I think people are going to have to be patient. And on the flip side, you do have to acknowledge the possibility that this is not the right path. This is not the right strategy. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Um. You know, Kiffin has put out a couple of frustrated tweets that got taken down pretty quick, you know, about Arch and Texas other schools, and other yeah, schools. Yeah. And so I don't know that it's the way he actually really wants to do it. I think it's what he sees at Ole Miss is right now is the most viable path. Yeah, he's adaptable. And he's, yeah. You know, it's it's like. Well, look, he would love to be where A&M is. And, and you know, hey, I got all the money in the world. Let's go get the goods. Let's stay. Hey, pow. NIL. I mean. Sure, any coach would. Yeah. Because that gives you options. You can still hit the portal. You can choose. Right. He can't choose. He has this is this is how you do it. Yeah. And you he he likes those players. He prefers that level that type of recruiting. Right, for sure. But that doesn't mean you like that type of building. That's a different thing. Yeah. There are people inside that building who would love to be landing these high school blue chippers. Well, yeah, definitely. of course. And the fact that they're not can mean two things at once. It can mean that you're being patient. It can also mean things aren't going great. The scenario that I'm interested in, Chase, and I don't know whether it happens or not, but last season Ole Miss finished so strong. Had that 
big win over uh, Texas A&M. They beat, um, obviously beat Vanderbilt, but they beat Mississippi State on the road. They, They finished with such momentum, and that momentum carried into the portal. You look at the schedule this year, and you can't help but worry if, from an Ole Miss perspective, about the way that you could finish. I mean, I could paint a scenario for you where Ole Miss goes eight and four, wins the first eight, loses the last four, and you look at it at your first blush, you go, "Well, that's not going to happen." And then you look at it, you're like, "Well, I guess it could." You know what I mean? I mean, those those are that could work that way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, the record could be great. You could go nine and three and lose three or four to close or whatever. Right. I mean, yeah, sure, right, hundred percent. So what happens if you finish slow in November? Do you still close as much? And then I'm one of those people, I'm interested in this very much going into the season. If you ask me to write about storylines for 2022 right now today, one of them would just be chemistry. Chemistry. What does it look like on a team full of guys that had never really played together before and they all come from different places? If it's going great, chemistry is not an issue. If it starts to go poorly, does chemistry become an issue? If you lose a game you weren't supposed to lose, does chemistry become an issue? That's why when I look at like what Brian Kelly's doing at LSU, what Sam Pittman's doing at Arkansas, I'm not convinced that's the right path either, just loading up your class with high school guys. But it might be. I don't know. I've I've been saying this for a a year now. I think we're watching an experiment in real time, and we're watching a series of experiments. Because clearly Pittman is gambling that, hey, I bring these guys together, get a bunch of guys that – that want to play here. It's building a traditional program. And we build chemistry inside our program. We build, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, um, kind of synergy inside your program where all ships rise or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Culture. There's, there's a lot of continuity. A lot of culture. That. That's what I'm looking for. What does is, what is the culture look like inside your program when you become a transfer portal program? What does your culture look like? And it might look great. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just curious in it because you get the, you're, here we are, July the 5th, and there's a little bit of that recruiting angst kicking in. I'm starting to hear it and feel it, and I keep telling people, I wouldn't worry about it. I don't think, I don't think Ole Miss is going to have a big July in recruiting, and I, don't, and I, I think most of that is kind of by design. I think they like to have a big November and December, and then they like to hit the portal really hard. You know it works when everything's moving right, as you said. You see what happens if it if it doesn't. If it doesn't, I mean, no guarantee it won't. Um, no, it's 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 his way to do it, given his scenario. I mean, if Ole Miss jumps into NIL much harder, maybe that even changes a little bit here. But right now, you have to like the adaptability because what Pittman's doing, it does feel like it puts a ceiling on it. Agreed. It can only be so good Agreed. because of that. Because we've seen history of that. It's what Arkansas's yep. done. It's what yep. Ole Miss has done. Yep. Outside of a couple of years here and there, when they've had these top five classes, so it's I, I get what Lane's doing completely. Um, and then you know, every year though, having to hit it and hit it like that is a whole different animal. That's kind of what I you wonder can't about. Miss one. Yeah, what happens if you have that year where you're not the hot thing and you don't get those guys, and all of a sudden you look at your program and you're like, uh oh. We just don't have the dudes. Yeah. Because here's the truth. If it were up to him, he'd get guys like Jaden Rashada. They'd pay the price and get those guys. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah, he'd like the whole buffet. There is – anybody who says there's no frustration is lying. 
There's way too way. There is absolute frustration. You like to go to the casino buffet and get the steak and the crab legs too, not just yes. the fried stuff on the end over there. Yes. So yeah, hit it more tomorrow. Uh, here with you the rest of the uh, the week, a normal week outside of yesterday for the uh, the holiday. Thanks for uh, jumping in today. Have this up as a uh, podcast where most of you guys are listening to it. Stuff at RebelGrove.com coming a little later as well. So hope you have a wonderful day. Hope you enjoy the fort. Take care. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.